it is time unnecessary rambling episode 19 how are you doing my good human beings i'm rhyming i don't have much timing but hey here we are you're thriving I'm thriving. We got hey, bars. Keep we it smooth, baby. <laughs> keep it smooth, baby. I don't. I, I'm already forgetting our catchphrase. Keep it smooth. I don't know. Smooth operator. Episode 19. Unnecessary Ooh, rambling. We're we did same. it. <laughs> it's almost like we just did this five minutes ago. What? In the same clothing that we wore for the last episode. We don't change. Sorry, we smell so bad. It's been a week. Help. Still, still subscribe and watch us anyway, please. We need it. I probably do <laughs> smell pretty, pretty awful, man. I, I. I no, no rambling here, but I, I I always do that thing where I, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to work out. Cause if I work out before an episode, I feel a lot less, I feel like I can speak more clearly. And so I try to get it in before we record. And then I'm always like, oh, I'm just going to do a quick little, you know, whatever shoulder workout. And then I'm in there and I'm pouring. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to look, I'm going to look disgusting. I'm going to feel disgusting for this recording, but Hey, Hey, we're here. You look beautiful. You look, the people think you're beautiful. So keep on being beautiful, man. (laughs) So pretty. We got a, we got a good one today, man. And episode 19. And we're going to try to fly through this guys because we don't want to waste too much of your time. We're going to fly through this one, but we got some good stuff. So how do you want to kick us off, man? We got some good, uh, we got a couple of good topics today. Yeah. Well, so we're going to head over here to uh, share the screen. Make sure (gasps) I have this, have this pulled up. All right. We're getting spicy here. We're spicing it up for today's recording. Oh, we're sharing it. screens, guys. We're getting, we're, our friendship has blossomed, everyone. <laughs> we're blossoming. All right. Heading to, to presentation mode. I think this is how you do it. Let me make sure. I see things. I... I see things. That's a good sign. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, so today, yeah. my good people, we're ranking publishers. We are <gasps> ranking video game publishers. That's going to be our main topic of the day. And then we are going to close it off with your topic that you voted on at the community poll, which is 10 out of 10 games. T- t- I can't do this on camera. 10, that was supposed to be 10. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what is our criteria for, for this publisher thing, by the way? Uh, I don't really have one. Do you have one? <laughs> nope. Great. Here we go. <laughs> All so, of them are going in S. No. <laughs> so what I was thinking with the, uh, the publishers here is I, because it's hard to determine do you rank them based off legacy? Do you rank them based off of how their current output? And I think it has to be kind of a blending of both. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think that because some of these, like you got to appreciate some of the classic titles, even if right now they're not currently hitting at 11, but you also, I think could knock them back a little bit if they're not currently hitting at 11. I think both yeah. of them have to kind of be factored in and blended together in some weird way. No, a thousand percent. I think there needs to be some unholy smoothie of a combination of all of this because you, you think about, yeah, the pedigree of developers can change and wax and wane. So like we have to look at it as a, as a whole thing. And I think just for the sake of this, cause we're here to have fun. We're here yeah. to talk about games. We want to keep this lighthearted. So we're not going to be talking about controversies and, and things and no. like, you know, cause otherwise blizzard would be in like F. So we're not going to do that. Yeah. Just know this is about games and the pure gameplay this. If you want somewhere else to talk about controversy, I know we've touched on things. Let's just make this about the fun games they've made. Not about other stuff. Right. Is absolutely. That yeah, okay. absolutely. Or the horrible games they've made, whatever, but game centric right, right. for sure. Yes, absolutely. So we'll keep it about that. That'll at least narrow down to just the pure, pure games they've made. Yeah. And obviously this is still subjective because, yeah, so we're just doing this as two blokes. So just freaking, freaking enjoy it. All right. Yeah, we're, we're just having some fun with with some publisher rankings here today. So okay. I, 
I, I, I jotted down a few games for each of these. We'll kind of just run through them real quick. We have our first publisher that's coming forth, being ready to, to getting ready to be ranked. And that is 2K publisher of, of, of obviously NBA and WWE 2K, but a lot of stuff under their belt that people not might not understand because they obviously are under the take two umbrella, but as is Rockstar, but they're kind of segmented off. And 2K has published Bioshock. They've published Mafia 2 and Mafia 3. They've published uh, XCOM, Borderlands, The Darkness 1 and 2, Civ 4, 5, and 6, Midnight Suns, The Quarry. Um, okay, that's too many. There's the, you're, I, I already forgot the first ones. You, you're, you're <laughs> too many. There's too many games is the point. It, I, they, they have. Here's the thing I'll say about 2K, and I'm going to kick it to you, Jeffrey, is that <laughs> Whenever I hear like when the, the Corey, I'm a huge Supermassive fan. When I heard that 2K was getting involved, I was actually kind of excited because I knew that 2K has some level of quality that they expect from their developers. And that did kind of get me excited to go, OK, I know that this is going to be a little bit higher tier than something like Little Hope that, that is, you know, uh, the, the, the Supermassive, the, the Dark Pictures anthology that Supermassive t- typically works on. What I'm just quickly realizing, this is going to be really challenging, which should make for fun content because like there's such a wide swath of games with so many of these publishers that like, I don't know how to narrow this down. So I'm just going to go off of my fancy brain, which isn't fancy and say 2K should go in A. I I don't know. I'm just going to say A. I don't know why I'm just saying A. It just feels like it's the right because a lot of those games you mentioned, specifically the Bioshock games and the Darkness games, which I think are phenomenal, by the way. Yes. Um, and if we're not even including things like the Quarry, things like that, they've created some really good ones. I can't speak to any of the sports games, so I, I that's where you'll have to come in. But I feel like they've made some really good ones as a publisher. But I I don't know what else to base that on. So what do you got? I, I'll say this as as a publisher, I think they have put out. NFL, they, the NFL 2K5, I think is the greatest sports game of all time. I think NBA 2K14 is up there as the great one of the greatest sports games of all time. And the recent WWE 2K games are definitely uh, upping the quality bar a little bit here. So I think A is actually, I would be cool with either A or B, and we can obviously go back nope, and a, adjust. Put in A, we're putting A, we're making decisions, we're being we're <laughs> being decisive. We are a team. We're putting it in A. We got to go with A for 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 the 2K publishing brand all right all right next up baby 505 games which i see 505 games all the time and i can't tell you any game off the top of my head but i see them constantly so what do you got so you this is this is your baby dead by daylight 505 (gasps) published dead by daylight really yep abzu control one control one and they're gonna publish control two but then they have some misses they got crime boss rocky city under their belt um ghost runner which was solid journey to the savage planet uh terraria terraria so yeah um dead by daylight and control being two absolute standouts i i personally i'm thinking c c tier for 505 well what are you thinking uh, I'm feeling B, but you're right. C probably makes more sense because we can't base it on just one or two games. If we're looking at the full thing and 505 has made like hundreds of games or published beyond that, that I can't think of, but I feel like C seems pretty fair for the, for at least the ones we've mentioned. I'm yeah. glad you you brought up games. Cause I wouldn't have remembered any games from anybody. Yeah. So I'm glad you did that. Maybe except for Nintendo, but <laughs> so okay. we're going C 505. I, I do think that they're an interesting publisher that like, even when crime boss Rocky city was announced, I was like, okay, cool. Five is behind it. That's interesting. So I will yeah. say at the very least when they're involved with something, 
I, I, it does make me, it, it's kind of that thing where I at least know that I at least know that the, it, it, it's some pedigree, not, not quite on the tier of the big dogs, but it's at least some pedigree there. And then they have their hits and their misses. So I think C is as appropriate for five Oh five and five Oh five champions, double a games. They do, which, which another one we'll get to focus home. They champion double a games. We need that, that tier of Indy and triple a in that middle ground. And I think five Oh five certainly has a lot to be lauded for in terms of championing or at least tra- taking a chance on those, uh, double a game so anyway absolutely yeah and and look you know obviously the developer is is the the more important thing here but if we were ranking developers it did take a hundred million years but right publisher you know the the who's publishing the games i think that says a lot about the game usually like you can know okay for some of these publishers you're like okay i have a a quality bar that i'm expecting i think it's actually kind of fun to just put the whole glob of games together that has been released under the publisher and kind of look at it that way to, to honestly, even for me, it's interesting to, to do something like this because I get a newfound understanding for, okay, uh, that publisher, there actually a little bit more solid than I thought, or, Oh, that publisher there, I thought they, they had a better track record than they did. So I think this is a, a fun kind of a, litmus test and in a fun way to maybe observe these publishers going forward if there's some information in here that people didn't know beforehand yeah, i like it all right let's move on to the one of the big one of the big boys in the scene activision who've been around for a million years did you okay actually really quick trivia i just learned this the other day did you know that activision has well first of all has been around for like one of the longest publishers period but they they came about because their title act they wanted act act active television I did they, not that, know that. That's why they came. It makes sense now when you look at the name, but like they wanted active television. They wanted to break into a medium where people would watch television, but actively. And it sounds so simple, but that's why they became Activision. And they've been publishing Damn. since like a million years ago, which most people don't know. So that's pretty cool. And that's yeah. actually a really freaking cool that that I did not know that. That's a badass name, actually. But yeah, that works perfectly. I did not know that, dude. Shout us out some games. I mean, everyone can probably think of one Hello Call of Duty, but uh, yeah. give us a bunch of that that you have written down for Activision because there's a lot over the course of freaking, they've been publishing since the 80s, maybe even before. Yeah. So we have a lot. It's tough because with Activision, I you know you have obviously the Call of Duty uh, sweatshop, but it, it <laughs> you, you also you know you have the the Crash Four, Crash Rumble, you have the Spyro uh, Reignited Trilogy or whatever they called it, and. The thing with Activision that's so tough, we just talked about it earlier. I still have these games sitting here. It, you got all of these awesome tie-in games, all the mm-hmm. you know the Spider-Man games, the uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine's Revenge uh, for the 360. You have so many of those great tie-in games from the, the PS2 and 360 generation. But as of late, like we talked about, if we're if we're doing as of late, it's pretty much just call of duty and then you know they had destiny one destiny two a guitar hero um prototype back in the day but as of late it's pretty much just yearly installments of call of duty with a sprinkle of like oh here's tony hawk tony hawk pro skater that's another one that's under the belt come on yeah so legacy i mean Uh, legacy is undoubtedly legacy is like undoubtedly s tier yes I mean, if we're yeah, if we're looking at specifically retro and things like that, I mean, again, that that comparison, it's so hard. I feel like you could do a tier ranking for past or we'll call it retro games, and then you could do for obviously modern. But to blend it together, 
it's tough because there is such a mix. And some of those older Call of Duty, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you know, Call of Duty 4, you know, some of those like original ones that made it what it is now for better or worse, those were still have to be lauded to some extent. Where would you put it? What's your gut feeling then for Activision? I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, you got to go. I think a, I think yeah. a, yeah, I think I, I think I would put them under 2k for me personally, but I could absolutely understand someone being, uh, someone putting, we don't have to rank them specifically. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think we would, I, it'd be disingenuous to put them at B in my opinion, just based off the legacy. But at, if we're, if we were just doing this based off of modern Activision, I would probably put it at C or D honestly. For me. Agreed. Agreed. No, I would agree with you on that. But if we need to stick to like their whole thing, I would, I would say Activision for a, I don't think we should faff about with like moving them around within tiers. That'll take a million years. So yeah. if we're just putting him there and you see one ahead of the other, that's not, that's just because we're putting him in there that way. I think that'll take way too long if we do that. So, yeah. All right. Bandai Namco, man, we got Bandai Namco, obviously <laughs> a real legacy here, but we we have uh, Elden Ring and then most of the Souls games published <laughs> by Bandai Namco, the Tales of franchise, Tekken, Pac-Man, Soul Calibur, the Dragon Ball Xenoverse games, Dragon Ball Kakarot, Ace Combat, Scarlet Nexus, like even as of late, Bandai Namco is just firing on all cylinders. Um, I think they're also publishing Armored Core 6, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, that would line up with the other from software titles. Yeah. Um, it's tough because they cover a lot of, they also do in between that, a lot of niche, smaller, like anime inspired RPGs or even just smaller JRPGs, or they, they bring them over to the West, which I think is cool. So for, for us people that like JRPGs, that's really exciting. They do, they do that a lot pretty well. So a little nightmares as well, I think, isn't it? I don't think they did. They did do some indie ish, you know, that's kind of double a, but yeah, indie ish. Um, it's hard because I feel like we're going to run into a pattern here because like Bandai Namco, maybe they're not as much of a juggernaut as 2K or Activision, but they're still up there as one of the long running publishers. I would be bound to put them in A. I almost would say uh, for for me objectively as a person, like like okay. for my opinion, I would probably say B or A, but objectively, I think I might go S because the legacy is there. From you know you're you're talking about Pac-Man, Soul Calibur, all this stuff, and then still to this day, yeah. the Elden Ring games, the Tales of games, the okay. you know I, I think I might honestly go okay, I, I might go S S, put them in S. It's fine. We're not going to do this based on what everyone would think. That's going to be a boring freaking tier. The tiers that are the most fun to watch and 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 and, and com- consume are the ones where like we give our opinions on. It. That's the point. We don't want to put them where everyone else thinks. So I that's fine. I'm fine with that. Bandai Namco. I'm going to have some that I'm really like strong about so yeah that's fine so we we run into bethesda here and this (laughs) is the entire bg this isn't just bgs this is everything under the bethesda umbrella so you're talking about arcane you're talking about uh machine games you're talking about yeah you you tango id like these are that that's uh, you know the modern bethesda umbrella so you got to factor in those modern bethesda games as well as the classics the moro wins and the oblivions and the Mm -hmm. skyrims and you know it fallout uh, three and four and and and, then this is this is this is a juggernaut man you're talking prey dishonored uh uh uh, you know then you have some stuff like redfall you have death loop you have quake in there as well it it's a big one. I don't think Bethesda should be S tier. Okay. I, I adore many of the games you've mentioned. I love Evil Within. I adore Skyrim and Oblivion. Those are fantastic games, bugs aside, and they do make solid things. But for some reason, some part of me is like, they're not the pinnacle. 
S is technically the pinnacle. And I just, I, I can see it definitely a, I don't see below a, but what do you think? You, you, you know what, Jeffrey? You're right. I'm moving Bandai Namco down. No, we're going to start moving things now. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, here we go. I, I think that I think Bethesda's right there in line. Do you agree with this? 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda. I think those are all very much in line with one another. Would you agree with that? That's fine. We have to remember S is literally like, like there's no such thing as perfection, but we're, yeah. S is the pinnacle. Like, this is just where constant amazement, like that's going to be really hard to put anything in there, but we'll obviously, I, I know I have at least one or two, but oh, I do um, too. anyway, so yeah, that's fine. Let's, let's stick it with that. That's good. Yeah. I, you, you're right. You, you, you checked me there. I thought, yeah, that's, that's, I, I agree with that. I, I, I'm okay. a okay with a tier for Bethesda, but blizzard. I'm interested in your perspective on this because for me personally, blizzard would be a D tier, uh, but objectively they got some stuff they have diablo world of warcraft starcraft hearthstone overwatch they, they've put out some some big boys it, it's hard because i i just haven't played many blizzard games i was not a diablo person i did play overwatch for a while dipped out of that like i never played world of warcraft which obviously that's still around so i i just don't have much weight to give to it because i just haven't by nature just played many blizzard games that's not because they're bad or anything i just haven't been interested so i don't even know where to put it because of that and it sounds like you haven't played an immense amount either right it, it comes down to if you had a pc as a kid or if you were a console kid with blizzard that's really what it comes down to in my opinion these are piece this is for pc gamers you know all of these games are, are mainly targeted towards pc gamers especially you know world of warcraft starcraft even the early diablos so for me i have no interest in anything blizzard ever puts out but right, I understand that the reputation is is for sure up there. But I, I would personally probably go, I I for me I'd go D tier, but I'd be cool with the C tier since neither of us really have that passion. But we understand and respect the legacy. To be honest, I would say it should go in B just because I understand how revolutionary some of those games were. But if we're okay. basing it on we're our again, this is our interest and our where we think it's not what the industry is and others think. So I would say C then. If you think if I think B and you think D, let's throw it in C. All right, we'll do see. We'll do see. It's cool. raining like a madman right now, so I'm hoping we don't uh don't lose any internet connection and don't, you know, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't affect the audio too bad. But we go on in All right. to Capcom, and mm. this is where my <laughs> opinion starts to get strong. <laughs> okay. Resident Tell Evil, me. Devil May Cry, Onimusha, Monster Hunter, Mega Man, Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom, my favorite franchise of all time, Resident Evil published by Capcom like I I I would have a hard time I I don't think I would put them in S tier but I'd have a hard time going any lower than A for for Capcom interesting I would say Capcom is S tier oh really okay I would I'm say based on the, that. the franchises you said but also from the, from the retro point of view Capcom championed the licensed Disney games specifically on Super Nintendo and those people don't like think licensed games nowadays is like a good thing. If you look at back at the nineties and the amount of like Disney or cartoon licensed games, most of them, because they're platformers generally were very, very solid. And to me, when I think of past like Disney specifically games, Capcom constantly championed that. And most of them were phenomenal. So if you combine that with the likes of the series, you said, I mean, yes, there's been misfires, but like I think of Capcom generally across the board as probably a pinnacle publisher. Yeah. Hey, dude, I will not argue with you there at all, Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm surprised um, you didn't go with S immediately based on just, I know we can't be so biased, but we also yeah. can, I guess. So I, I was trying my best to, to, to hold back some subjectivity or to hold back. Yeah. My, my subjectivity there be as objective as possible, but I, yeah, dude, 
S tier for me happily. Yep. CD Project Red. They they it's, <laughs> oh, it's this is a tough one. It's just The Witcher and Cyberpunk. The the legacy really isn't there. But I think right. here's where I'm thinking, Jeffrey, is that eventually they put out some of the greatest games ever. But you just gotta wait for them to, to be cleaned up and then because Cyberpunk's amazing. It's an amazing game, but is oh, it though? Oh, I've never played it, but is it though? Yeah, it's so so is good. Is it though? Yeah, yeah. It's if just, I ask you, if I keep asking you, will you change your mind? <laughs> I've came, never played it, so I can't actually say. But just so. yeah, no, Cyberpunk's legit great. It just came out okay. really, really bad. It came out really bad. And The Witcher Three okay. is one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. So sure, but there's no legacy there, you know. And and that's not to their their fault. And you can only really right. judge them based off of what they've done. But I think that every game, even The Witcher Three to this day, on the the PS5 version has has like game-breaking issues that people are running into so i don't know it, i i i would say b tier but i understand all their games are a tier at the very least but they've only put out two games and some expansions i think b or a i mean you have to look even the first two witcher games which didn't age well i mean the second one aged a little bit better but those still yeah. are beloved games for pc players specifically although they ported witcher 2 to like i think xbox 360 or whatever it was or um I can't definitely not S like a, no. I can see, but I'm kind of leaning towards B Yeah, based on their smaller output, which as you said, isn't a negative. That's just, they haven't been around as long to do that either. So yeah, I think, okay. I think B is correct. I'm, I'm, I'm a okay with B. Okay. Now for this next one, I, I think we're both going to agree on this. I don't know. I, I could be surprised, but Codemasters, the, the makers of F1 and, and, uh, or the publishers of F1 dirt grid, the very much a racing publisher, I have no interest in any of these games at all. Do you? So I'm going to say Codemasters. Uh, this is a weird, we haven't talked about this, but like one of my weird niche genres, subgenres that I adore is rally racing games. Okay. I have no interest in rally racing in real life, and, but I adore rally racing games and I've been playing them for as long as I've been playing games. Oh, wow. um, when I think of Codemasters, all I immediately think of is rally racing games. Just from, from like the older old school ones, like the Colin McRae rally games that they published or maybe even developed. Um, into like the, the first dirt is phenomenal dirt two, which is now like delisted everywhere is an absolute phenomenal game. The, 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 like the dirt rally, things like that are pretty good as well, but they are the pinnacle, not of publishers, but of that sub genre. And I think a lot of people love the rally racing. I would probably, okay. honestly, I would probably put Codemasters in a, because they constantly output strong racing games, but then even more so the rally racing game. So that's what I would say. But again, if I know you can certainly, certainly weigh in on that. You, you want to, you want to meet in the middle and go B I, cause if you're sure. that passionate about it, I, I, cause I would, I wouldn't, I, you know, it'd be a D to me, but, but it's just out of no knowledge, really no interest in the games. But I would say if, if we bump it down to bump it down to B. Sure. Yeah. Let's put it in B there for, I mean, cause the, the rally thing is still a subgenre, but they nail those games 90% of the time, but yeah, B seems fair. I mean, Perfect. based on our combined, you know, efforts yeah. here, we have to do both of our combined things. So, so we move into deep silver and <laughs> uh, this is, you know, under the embracer umbrella, obviously this is saints row, dead Island course, man eater, Metro Exodus. So they, they, they have, they have a good variety of games and, once again, personally, these are all games that I'm interested in. Um, but you know, the last Saints Row game definitely, definitely not 
top tier. I, I think most people would uh, agree. Not, not not top tier at all. Dead <laughs> Dead Island. Dead Island Two was was damn solid though. So I don't know. Deep Silver. I I would be more leaning towards the C range for this, even though I do like all of those games, but. Outside of you know Saints Row one through three, I don't think they've made like a truly excellent game since then, or I don't think they've published a truly excellent game since then. The quality I see out of Deep Silver, which I'm trying to think, there's been some other smaller titles. The quality I see is inconsistent at best. Uh-huh. I like seeing them pop up because they do take chances sometimes on project. I know there's been some smaller like double A indies. I can't think of right now, but I would say Deep Silver is a C. It's just too inconsistent. They're too inconsistent as far as what they put out. And that's, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm a okay with that. Even though I have a ton of nostalgia for those classic Saints Row games, uh, as of late, not not quite the not quite the consistency that you would you would need to get to the to the B tier in my opinion. So I'm just letting you know right now the next one I have a immediate strong thought on. So go you can go ahead. I mean they're stacked. Shadow Warrior Inscription, Cult of the Lamb, uh, uh, uh Death's Door. Wait, you didn't even say the name of it. Name of what? Oh Devolver. Devolver we didn't even say it if anyone's just listening. The next the next one's Devolver Devolver Digital. Digital. Hello the indie powerhouse. I'm sorry, Devolver's an S. Okay. 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 Because That's... they constantly champion the power of indie games and they will find small developers. They'll find big developers. I mean, you look at something like cult of the lamb, the game that massive monster made before the developer cult of the lamb was the adventure pals, which is a phenomenal game. And devolver took a chance on them to continue with their just games in general. Cult of the lamb is just one of the most recent, but they constantly find some of the very best indie teams and creative output and diversity. If you look at most popular indie games a lot of them are published by devolver yeah and i don't even like all of them but to me they're s tier but again I, you don't have to put it there immediately when i just think of indie scene devolvers the like literally the pinnacle of finding quality talent yeah I, I think i would be inclined to agree with you just in terms of what you know what i like i like the variety man and then you're talking trek to yomi weird west loop hero talos principle they got plucky squire on the way Angerfoot on the way like they're just it's this is a this is a, a publisher that, in my opinion, the recency bias actually elevates them to like the next level because, as of the last, I would say four years, undeniably, you know, S tier for me. So so yeah, absolutely, I, I'm I'm cool with that. And there's a level of quality. Usually, when we see a Devolver Digital published indie, it's generally that quality is there. Even if you don't like the game, the quality is there, and that's a huge thing to be said, especially in the indie scene, which is what I've always. Changed champion for there's not always that quality there and and that's that that think that means a big thing so you don't again i'm glad you kind of agree i didn't expect you'd have to but i yeah (laughs) i I agree i i would maybe go a tier but i think as of the last few years undeniably undeniably and then that s tier so i'm cool with that that was one of my really uh really that was one of my really passionate ones but uh Yeah, and I, I think if we're super passionate about something, unless the other person is totally negative on it, like hates their games, I think the the passion should outweigh the the other person's either apathy or the other person's slight negativity. You know what I mean? Like, it, unless it's unless it's adamant hatred and adamant <laughs> praise, then those two can kind of battle it out for for supremacy there. Sure. And I'm I'm really curious where you're gonna go with this next one. We have EA. Um, very, very curious where you go with this one, Jeffrey, because to me, 
I, let me let me actually let me just let me let me rattle off some games to you yeah, because yeah, I think this ahead. might change your your perspective. Well, there's a billion games that they've made over the course of their lifetime. So. Yeah, <laughs> Madden, Mass Effect, Dragon Age, FIFA, Dead Space, Skate, Jedi. Uh, you know the Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order, Battlefield, Battlefront, A Way Out, It Takes Two, Need for Speed, Wild Hearts, Def Jam, NBA Live, <laughs> NBA Street, The Sims, SSX, Fight Night, Burnout, Mercenaries. Look, I get it. EA is the, the the publisher people like to hate. I get it. I get it. I get it. They've made some horrible mistakes in, in their, you know, with Anthem and uh, stringing Bioware to a to a dead engine and trying to force them to make games that absolutely could not be made in that Frostbite engine. And just they, they've, you know, turning stupid, uh, turning things into multiplayer games that had no business being multiplayer live service games. And just they've made a lot of their whole arc with star Wars. I get it. They've, they've made mistakes, but I really think they're turning it around. You see the dead space remake popping up, you know, need for speed pops up with a great game uh, or at least a good game this past <laughs> year. I, I Jedi, the Jedi games have been excellent. Both of them have been tremendous. I just think they're kind of turning it around. And I think their legacy, in my opinion is almost un unparalleled. I would say I, I there's a couple on here that, that are close, but I, I, close to unparalleled i would say so where do you want to where do you want to put them before i say anything because i For, agree with the things you said by the way so i just i'm curious where you'll put them then i this is not going to be a popular opinion i i'd say s tier this is this would be one of my s tier ones i'm not strong on that though so so if you you can talk me off this ledge if you have a a significant a significantly uh different opinion but it's well it seems tough because where do you again there's like we we have to just like the controversy things with different publishers like obviously the recency thing of EA and microtransactions and the crap with that, it's easy to then say, well, just drop them way down. Cause they just, you know, crap about with microtransactions. But if we're looking at history and decades of history with all of these beloved game series, I mean, you, you can't deny that. And if we're putting into one again, an unholy smoothie, I would agree with you. And I know yeah. people are going to be like, how dare you? But again, we're looking at this from the perspective of 20, 30 years, however long they've been making games and some of the most beloved games, are published by them and they still will continue to do that for better or worse. I think I, I would agree with you. The point is I it's, it's maybe controversial, but we're trying to yeah. look at it as a full picture. That's what people need to understand. If we're hey. looking at it as just modern EA, I would bump that down to C or D easily. Maybe even F. Oh, because no, really? Yes. Because the way that they've crapped about with like business practices and, you know, monetary stuff, microtransaction, that stuff to me sours all of them, but we're looking at it as a full picture. Yeah, and but I feel like even that they're kind of turning that around a little bit. I think that would right. have been if you if you did this three years ago for sure with with Anthem and and they do it. They're horrible with it with FIFA and and and, and uh, Madden. But right. you know, reviving Dead Space, the Jedi games. Like I think that they're start a way out. You know, published both the Joseph Ferris games, published Wild Hearts. Like Dude, it seems you you don't have to convince me. We I already agreed that we're already putting it there because I I think we it makes sense. No, no, I, 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 but I think that there is like this perception of EA that's just like total negativity. They do no good. And I feel like, right. I feel like the, if you look beyond Madden, Battlefront, Battlefield, what like there, there is some, some, they're starting to kind of turn the corner a little bit there. So yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, I guess a EA stand. I'm, I'm fine with that, man. I definitely agree. Um, I, I'm really curious about our next one, Epic Games, because you know how I feel about it, but I'm curious. I'm just curious to, for you to go into Epic Games because I have very different thoughts than I think you will. 
Yeah, well, I I don't have many thoughts. Period. Uh, Unreal Tournament, Bulletstorm, Fortnite, Rumbleverse, uh, Fall Guys. Obviously, Alan Wake Two, which which we don't know about yet. But um, this is one that I'm really going to rely on you for. I I don't know anything about really any of these games. To me, again, this is a lot of people are going to hate this, but I don't care in the sense that like to me when i think for better or worse when i think of epic games i think of fortnite i mean you you can deny everyone can say oh fortnite's dying fortnite's a kid's game fortnite's whatever the power of that game as a free-to-play title that's been going on for almost six years strong and how they turn that around from a random like save the world like you know horde mode thing you can't deny the amount of power and love and stuff they put into all of the things they add to Fortnite. And I'm looking at it more from that perspective, not even their history. If I'm looking at even from just that perspective, they're a top publisher because when I think of the way that they handle a game, which is free to play, which could crap around with all sorts of microtransaction stuff, that stuff's in there, but they're one of the most consumer friendly uh, publishers that I've ever seen with a free to play title, the way that they, in my opinion, fairly charged stuff. They're constantly refunding. They're constantly communicating with players. They're constantly putting love into the games that they put out there. That's rare in this free-to-play space. So for me, I see Epic Games, if we're not even including things like Unreal from back in the day, and I'm not going to say they're S. That wouldn't be really, I don't think that's true. I would say Epic's an A for me, though, absolutely. I could give you that. Uh, yeah, for sure. I I, I would. If you were going to say S, I was going to be like, oh, man, I don't But A, I, I think A is uh i think a is fair for epic especially just with with fortnite alone i think that i mean quality aside the impact of it is just universally felt so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad cool to, glad to hear that i, I didn't want to i mean i know that's just one game so maybe that's not fair to place it there on that but that's a long stretch of time if you think about that, you know, and, and I just, I feel like that the companies that are massive, that still try to do right by consumers. I see that reflected as a consumer that's put in thousands of hours in that game. I've never felt once that they've never been right by me as a consumer. Yeah. Well, and that's and it, very rare. Yeah. And, it, and it's not just one game, you know, you're talking about unreal tournament and fall guys as well. Like that's the, the, those are huge games. And yeah, it's definitely, if you had to compare epic to these other games in a tier it's definitely the the least catalog like in terms sure. of quantity but in terms of of of, of uh, the the impact i think you could argue everything outside of call of duty that they that fortnite's bigger than everything else any of these publishers have or maybe pac-man but you know I mean, also on a side note, Epic Unreal Engine, Unreal and Unreal Engine, right. by the way, developed by Epic is used by almost every single, I mean, not every single, but it's used by such a majority of indie AA and AAA games that you wouldn't have most games without Epic's Unreal Engine and all of its iterations and Unreal Engine 5, which is pushing the boundaries of most modern games nowadays. So that's that could even for me bump it up to S, but we're looking at the game. So yeah, anyway, for all sure. right, moving on. Focus home. I think you and I might be in agreement on this one. I every time I see their logo pop up, I get so so excited just to to hit a couple of the games for the people at home. Evil West, Atomic Heart, Plague Tale, Greedfall, The Surge One and Two, World War Z, Vampire, Vampire, uh, Hard <laughs> Hard Space Shipbreaker. Just been on a super super hot run as of late and uh yeah every time i see focus home pop up I, I get excited this is one of the publishers that i actually do even that black tail game that they just recently put out that i didn't think was great anything they publish it catches my eye i a thousand percent agree they they're much like um 505 but more so they heavily champion 
indie, but also more into that double A. They they constantly put out the games that you would have seen on like the 360, PS2, PS3, any of those eras that like people took a chance on. Yeah, I mean that they're yeah, I agree with you. They're they're just yeah. solid. I see that name and I'm like, this is gonna be solid, even if it's not always solid, generally speaking. So where yeah. do you want to put that then? How do you feel where it would go? I would say confidently A, not S, but I would say confident A tier. Okay. I'm fine with that. I would almost, I would, I thought you were going to go S, which I would have agreed with, but I'm fine with A. Yeah. The only thing, the the only thing is when I see Devolver, I immediately know that is very likely going to be of the highest quality bar. And I sometimes focus home will put out a stinker here and there, you know, and it it just doesn't feel like Devolver, but they have, they put out a lot of games focus home and the EA and Capcom, just the legacy thing keeps the, so I I would say a tier for, for focus home. We then move in to Koei Tecmo. And I don't don't even know what to say about Koei Tecmo. So, I mean, you know, been around hundreds of years before the, 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 the uh, merger between Tecmo and, and Koei and, and uh, the, it, their legacy, you know, as of late, definitely not a ton going on there. They have like a uh, Wo Long and uh, Neo, but the Ninja Gaiden games, the classic Ninja Gaiden games, Fatal Frame, Dynasty Warriors, Dead or Alive. Listen, I, I don't know where you're at on this. I'm not a big fan of any of their games, but their legacy is definitely significant the the ninja gaiden games are you know uh, some of the most important games ever when they when they originally came out i mean that i think neither of us are gonna have too much strong but even looking at dynasty warriors though the people that like those mushu games and you think of all the spinoffs like the nintendo like the hyrule warriors like the dynasty warriors alone has such a huge following that they've made a billion games that shows pretty much power and fatal frame fatal frame although it hasn't been as good now like it was back in the the ps2 xbox era that's pretty good i i would be leaning to, with koei tecmo probably between b and c i don't know how do you feel i just because we just, i think it's just because we don't have as much experience with it so it's hard to like and maybe that makes this whole thing biased, which is tough, but of course, yeah, well, B or C maybe for Koei Tecmo. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I would absolutely. C would be mine. The whole, the, obviously this okay. whole thing's going to be super biased. It's going to be based <laughs> off of what we've played and what we enjoy. But yeah, I, I say C tier for sure okay. with uh, Koei Tecmo. Sounds good to me. All right. And then we move on. This is one of the harder ones, I think, from this entire <laughs> tier list is is Konami. Oh, um, yeah, Jeffrey. Unless I, you love I, Pachinko Machines. That's it, right? <laughs> Just kidding, but also not. <laughs> so. No, you're right, because that's the that's the issue. Is like as of late, Konami is absolutely D tier, like not uh, unequivocally, just absolutely D tier. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, Squeak It In, uh, some of the classic like uh, t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Obviously, they they um put out the Cowabunga collection last year, but. Man, as of late, they suck, don't they? <laughs> I mean, that's true, but I think to be to to kind of be the devil's advocate here, what you're saying about Konami is exactly what you said about EA. But they Konami's haven't even... been around for just as long. Seemingly, EA is make has made terrible decisions. They're making a comeback. Konami is trying super duper hard to reach. But they haven't that even around. put out a game. But so they have made no... some of the greatest games of all time in series. Again, you can't deny Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, and Silent Hill. Like those are juggernauts and like so beloved even with the missteps like 
I feel like I'm just I'm confused because I feel like with your EA stuff, it's exactly what you're saying. No, about no, no, Konami, no, no, but you're no. putting EA in, in S tier. No chance it's the same. EA's had their turnaround already. They've had Jedi Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order, Dead Space. Re- like we're still waiting on the the Konami turnaround. We yeah. is Bloober Bloober is going to be the team that de- de- that delivers this excellent. I I hope so. But, but we're Bloober, looking at publisher, not the developer. Member, you can't look at the developers. For, sh- of all these for sure, but the publisher is the person that decides who's going to develop their game. So yeah. K- Konami says, okay, out of all these great you know developers out there, we're going to take Bloober as who's going to revitalize the most epic uh, survival horror, psychological horror game of all time. I here's the thing: if if okay. Metal Gear Solid Three comes out and is excellent, mm. and Silent Hill Two comes out and is excellent, then for sure, undoubtedly. They're they're up there in in the S tier. I'm not I, look. I'm not saying they're they're D tier. They're definitely not D tier because of the classic games they put out. But they just haven't right. they haven't even began the the revitalization process. There's games in development, sure, but we have no idea. The the, the, the Metal Gear Solid remake is being made by by a team that's a support developer, right? It's tough because I feel like we're quantifying this 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 modern era of Konami, and that's fair. I I definitely agree with you on all of that, but I'm also really looking back at the powerhouse that Konami was with these massive franchises that still have staying power. Heck, I just talked about one of the, the two of the games that are in Castlevania. And you think about, again, if you look back further to the nineties, the amount of Konami games, similar to Capcom that just pushed out constant games, especially licensed ones. Yes. Not all of them are good, but they have that staying power as similar to Capcom. I'm not saying it should be S I agree with you, but I can't see putting Konami below a. Okay. Their their collections have been pretty damn solid too. We'll 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 go A. Where based do you want to put? No, where do you want to put it? Where do you think it would go? I would say I would say B. I I would not put them in the C tier for sure. But I would I'm I'm cool with A. I'm cool with A. I am cool with that. I just I can't see Konami being B. You I mean you again Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid, and Castlevania. Even with missteps, those yeah, are still right. franchises that are around today. Just as much as Resident Evil is. Like, I just, I can't see putting them below A. But if you want to put them B, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't really matter. We're just no. having fun. But those are massive franchises. You're, you're right. A, A is correct. A is correct. Because if you're looking <laughs> at the, if you're looking at the B tier, there it is. CD Projekt Red doesn't have really a legacy. Codemasters, you know, a racing game publisher. Like, it, it yeah. A, A tier, A tier is correct. I, I agree. Even, even with their massive missteps as of late, A tier, I, I would have to say, is, uh, is correct with, with Konami. All right, this next one, I'm I'm really just so excited to see what you have to say because to me, there's no question about this. So where do you yeah. go with Nintendo? This is no question. This is an S tier. Even even without, I I don't care about anything Nintendo. This is an S tier. Like it's not even it's not even close to close. This is an S tier. I was gonna say D tier. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think we can. It's I mean it the literally the most constantly beloved franchises of all time. Even if you're not a Nintendo fan, are still around. They still, they're still the best selling. They still make quality experiences. If you see a Nintendo game, even if you don't care about it, it's still going to be a quality game yeah. 95% of the time. So I think Nintendo has to be yes, even if you don't care about Nintendo. They're 100. still the best around. And they've, the company that's been around since the 1890s, by the way. Jesus, did you know that? Man. I did not know that. So Nintendo start, I mean, that doesn't have to do with video games. Nintendo has literally been around since the 19th century. They started making <laughs> playing cards. They've managed to be a company up until now. That's freaking crazy. And they're still at it, making wonk, wacky, wonky things. Labo, Switch. I mean, you. there's just no denying. I mean, we're on the same page, but there's no denying. Yeah. It's I mean, crazy. 
you're talking Mario, Zelda, the the Luigi's Mansion, Kirby, Smash, Animal Crossing, Pokemon, Metroid, I mean, Xenoblade. Like it's no yeah. doubt an S tier. It's not even, even if close. you don't care about any of those things. Like yeah. there's just no denying that. That would just be like denying. I mean, I don't even know what other other. Those are the biggest of the biggest. Yeah, know. that that's no doubt about it, man. So, All right. yeah, and if we were if we were ranking it, that'd be that'd be number one, more than likely number one. Um, yeah, we're not doing that, obviously. So, but. All right. Paradox Interactive, City Skylines, Crusader Kings, uh, Stellaris. I, it, this is a D tier for me because I'm not a PC guy. I'm not a Sim guy. Uh, it, it, yeah, nothing really doing for me. So par- Paradox, correct me. I mean, based on what you said, every time I see Paradox, they do real-time strategy or, yeah, yeah as you said, Sim like management games generally, correct? Yes. Yeah, those are my cup, cup of tea as far as no. games. So it's hard because like that doesn't mean they're a bad publisher. People adore those games to death. So how do we? I guess that's the tricky thing is like they're technically a, a really from the people that I know in the, from the since I do work in the industry in multiple avenues. The people that I know that play these games adore these games and sing praises of paradox but we just have zero of anything in it so how do we base that i guess that's you, the hard you, part you just go d i, I think okay. we go d because we, we we got blizzard at c you know that because of our uh, neither of us being too and i mean this isn't blizzard level in my opinion you, you so d, d is almost like the bad tier but also like the we just don't know what to say about it tier is that fair yeah, just that we have no interest in it or okay. awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, All but right. I mean, none of these publishers I would say are like across the board awful. So, yeah, it's just we have no interest in Paradox. All right. Oh, so you, you ooh, okay. Spicy. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I was just trying to be a teaser there, but I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for this next one because I, this, I'm going to have to really lean on you. You're going to have to convince me a lot here. So, you, this next one, I want to hear your, your takes on these. Oh, this is. Uh, absolutely s tier for me <laughs> the so rockstar theft- s is that what you think? Y- yeah rockstar is an s for me grand theft auto red dead uh, la noir bully manhunt uh the the warriors tying game midnight club <laughs> max Payne, or well max Payne three uh absolutely absolutely s tier for me i will go with it because i agree with you i just want to make the record clear i don't like rockstar really i, I just i know that's going to be so blasphemous so many people and to you specifically i absolutely do not like grand theft auto i don't oh. like most of the games they put out so but but i want to clarify i am one million percent the anomaly here and i recognize what you're saying so that's why i almost wanted you to convince me because i don't no you don't because i agree it should be there but i yeah. just don't like rock when i see rockstar i'm not interested oh man is that crazy a, that is crazy but i mean hey it's it's uh that's what makes the world go round, man everybody you are correct so you are correct yes yeah just (laughs) in in terms of the once again in terms of the cultural impact like grand theft auto 3 reinvented video games forever you know what i mean like without that game who knows what the hell the industry looks like today that's that's maybe the one of the most important games ever and then continuing that success on and then having red dead 2 which which, you know we'll talk about a little bit later but uh And plus GTA five, it came out like a decade ago or whatever. And it's still like one of the most popular games of all time. Right. And especially yeah. GTA online. So you can't deny that if I'm saying Fortnite is amazing, you can't deny all that stuff either. So exactly. Along with the the catalog. Yeah, it's 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 for sure. Uh, okay. For sure. So Sega, this is one Sega. I'm curious, curious, <laughs> curious about your opinion on old Sega. I, 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 you know, I wrote down here, we got Sonic, we got Yakuza, we got Judgment, we got Persona, we got Shinmu, we got Fantasy Star, uh, uh, you know, some, 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 some classics, but not, not a lot there for me personally. I love, I love Judgment. I, I respect the hell out of, of Yakuza, but 
not outside of that, not, not much else. Sega's Sega's one of those tough ones, right? Especially, I mean, even if we're only looking at something like Sonic, yep. The ups of the nineties era and then the downs of anything else, basically, yeah. except for Sonic mania and maybe the upcoming one, like Sega's tough. Cause I'm a Sega kid. I grew up with the Sega consoles, but when I see Sega nowadays, it's met with just kind of apathy. I'm just like, eh, okay. Yeah. I, I would be saying, I'd feel Sega. It feels bad to say, cause I did grow up with Sega and Sonic, but I would say Sega is like a C nowadays, but I don't know. That's hard. Maybe C B. I don't know. What do you think? I would say they're probably objectively like a B tier nowadays okay. with persona and, 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 uh, persona. Uh, they did persona. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously Shimagami Tensei and all that stuff, but mm. I, I, I would say they're objectively a B tier, but since neither of us really have, I love the judgment games. Like I think they're fantastic and I want, I'm going to go through and play all the Yakuza games as well, but I would say since neither of us are that invested into it, you want to go see. No, I think you're right. I think we should go B because okay. even if Sonic has had a million missteps, if we're looking at Sonic even alone, which is obviously only a portion of that, the staying power of that property still and how culturally important that is um, on top yeah. of the games you said. I mean, B seems fair. They're not bad, but they're not always really spectacular either. Yeah. So. And I mean, Shinmu uh, talking about it, obviously not as revolutionary as Grand Theft Auto 3, but it was very revolutionary for its time as well, just with the freedom that it gave the players. So true. yeah, I'm, I'm cool true, with true. B now. Cool. This is a, uh, this is an interesting one. I, I, I feel like we're probably going to be somewhere in agreement on this. Uh, we got Sony. Oh, oh Sony. I, uh, I think that, that this is, pretty clearly in s tier in my opinion we have a uh, uncharted ghost of tsushima the the new spider-man games uh, ratchet and clank infamous sly cooper the last of us god of war twisted metal days gone siphon filter <laughs> here's yeah. my only issue uh oh uh oh I, I agree with you on s but yes what's uh yeah i mean we're gonna go ahead and do we'll go ahead and do s because i can't quantify just like we can't really do with konami about mm -hmm. what the future is going to look like I don't think the I I think if we come back to this in five, 10 years, I don't think that this will be an S, unfortunately. You can't just say that and then not unpack that really quickly. What but what, <laughs> what what's your I have an idea, but what's your yeah. thinking behind that though? Because that's a pretty bold claim to make about a studio, not a studio, a publisher that's but anyway, what's your unpack that for a minute? It, it look, man, that that showcase, I think it told us a lot of things. And I don't think people oh, are willing. Yeah. I don't think people are willing to accept that just yet, but I think it told us a lot of things we need to get prepared for. I think that the whole idea of, okay, yeah, we're going to have a couple big blockbusters each year. I think that's going to lessen. And I think in place of that, you're going to start getting a lot of those live service games. So no, yeah. you're right. They have, they've literally come out being like, yeah, we're putting most of our money or a huge portion into live service, free to play MacGuffin. So yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I, I'm going to okay. go S undoubtedly S right now, but I think, sure. we, yeah. Square Enix. Man. I mean, talk about another, I mean, they've been around since again, yeah. late eighties, early nineties. Like this is one of these that was, I mean, they were obviously square and then merged, you know, with Enix, Enix. Enix or whatever. So. Yeah, they've been around a million years. So what do you what games do you want to rattle off? We can all think of one. We can all think of a couple, but what ones? Yeah, do you got? obviously, yeah, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, uh, Octopath. Uh, previously, they you know you still have to include this. They did publish the the Tomb Raider, um, oh, yeah. Deus Ex. They they previously published Kingdom Hearts. The <gasps> Aven of yeah, Avengers game, uh, Near Forspoken uh, as of late. 
So it's it's a publisher with with undeniably a legacy, undeniably some ups and downs as well, though. So it's a tough one, but I think this is pretty clearly objectively somewhere in that a range in my opinion i wouldn't probably put them in, in the s tier but i would say objectively they're probably in the a range for me it'd probably be a b a b tier but but i i would be okay with a i think i think a makes the most sense if we're combining the history and even just things like final fantasy alone which is still around and you think of the massive impact in the rpg scene on top of everything else you mentioned with like tomb raider and the like there's been a million mess steps for sure but like the combined quality of most of their games and the pedigree outweighed the missteps. Um, I feel like A is, it'd be kind of unfair to not put them there based on that stuff alone. Totally agree, man. THQ Nordic. I love A. THQ Nordic. Do you? Okay, cool. Cool. I love I, THQ Nordic. I'm kind of somewhere in that same boat. We have Destroy All Humans, Bio Mutant, Darksiders, <gasps> A- Darksiders. AEW Fight Forever. <laughs> <laughs> we have the uh, the Elix games, Kingdoms of Amalar, Remnant, Wreckfest, just a great variety of games. I love variety. So yeah, th- this is this is one I, I I would I would put pretty highly as well. I don't know where though. Where are you thinking? Here's I, well, I want to clarify what I said. Here's why I love THQ Nordic. Much like Focus Home. Much like 505, more more like Focus, they scoop up properties from the past and they bring them back. You look at Destroy All Humans as just yeah. an example. They really have been really good with scooping up properties and somehow bringing them back out. I just think that's fantastic. Not all of them are good, that's for sure. But like when I see THQ Nordic, it's just they want to preserve franchises that have died out to an extent. And like their catalog now, I think they have like there was some report that they have like 20 or 30 or 60 or whatever games in the pipeline, many of which were beloved ones that are now coming back is like things like remasters remakes. To me, wow. I think that's really cool to preserve a lot of games. So for me, I just get excited when I hear about it, but yeah. the quality is inconsistent. For best. sure. I yeah. would say B. Yeah. B B is where I'm at. B is where I'm at for sure. All right. So then we move on to one that I think you and I are going to be wildly different on here. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I really, I, I'm curious, I, but I just, I, I we'll, we'll get into it. We got Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft up next. So we got Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Splinter Cell, Prince of Persia, Roller Champion, uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Rayman, Riders Republic, Watch Dogs, The Division, Mario and Rabbids, uh, Ubisoft, man, beyond good and evil, obviously as well, and 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 many more. Times. Obviously, I'm not going through everything they they've ever made, but uh, Ubisoft to me, I have a soft spot for. I, every time I see a Ubisoft game, uh, unless it's you know their live service cash cows that they're trying to to push out that they never end up making money on and end up canceling in a week. But outside of those games, I kind of get excited for pretty much everything Ubisoft related. I don't think that. Mm. I think a lot of the the. I don't know. I, I kind of get annoyed at people are like, oh, well, they have check markers all over. So that makes their games bad. And it's like, I don't know. I kind of like check markers. I like knowing where I'm going <laughs> in open worlds. I don't want to just roam around. I I, I don't know. I, 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 I play, you know, if you put out Far Cry 7, I'm going to play that. The, the 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 new mirage i'm gonna play that the splinter cell remake i'm gonna play that and then a, a long legacy of games i would personally say a tier but i'd be okay with with bumping it down a little bit well what's your opinion on this i, I would agree with you i wouldn't I, if i if you were gonna say s i would have fought you on that just because while i like those same things in open worlds as well whenever i see ubisoft now 
generally speaking, I feel like it's going to be a recycled experience to some point. To me, they just recycle experiences, but That's I still true. play them. I still buy them. So I'm part of the problem. So yeah, a, a, if I thought you were going to go with S, that's why. But uh, yeah, no, A makes sense to me. Yeah, you're probably right. They, they, yeah, I, I, 100. They, they, that is that. That would be my biggest critique with them as well. So we'll we'll go A tier for old Ubisoft. Valve. This is a tough one because the 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 is boy. The, this isn't really a tough one. Really, I think their heavy hitters hit hard, but there's not a lot of them. I mean, Valve is okay. I mean, I I. I don't really, I'm just going to say this up front. I don't have much experience with Valve games, but Valve is an S tier publisher. I think so. They, the, the, the fact that they, I mean, I can't think of a game that they've put out that doesn't land with near perfect, like either praise or, okay, let's look at Portal, the Portal games. Portal games are absolutely beloved. Half Life Alex, well, the Half Life series to begin with, Half Life Alex, which I don't even play VR, that game is apparently absolutely amazing. The Left 4 Dead games are absolutely phenomenal and are still being played to this day regularly. Like even just looking at that subset of games, those are S tier games. Even if you don't play them or care for them, like the amount of like love that they have, the revere and praise that they get, and that Valve, like Nintendo, especially on the PC market, is met with quality. And the way I- that they put consumers first, if you think of something like Steam, if we're going to look into Steam, Steam, like not even from a game perspective, Steam revolutionized how digital games work. And they will let you try games and return them. And they're so consumer focused on that. Like I can't yeah. see them anywhere else but S tier based on that. But you go, what do you got? The only thing would be if you compared it to everything else in the S tier, the quantity is lacking. They they're not even close to anything else on this S tier in terms of well, devolver. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, S tier. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Just complete. Sure. I like that your whole potential argument just fell apart <laughs> immediately. No, that's fine. We should argue about it. It's fun, but I just I can't. I I see Nintendo and Valve at the same in different, completely different perspectives. But like when I see Valve, even if I have zero interest in any of the games, it's going to be like that's going to be a great game. Like they yeah. just know how to do that. That's why people wait fifteen hundred years for Half Life Three if it ever comes out because they know it will be good. That's my only argument is is that they just don't make games at all anymore really so that would be my only thing to push them down but yeah the no no if we're doing it because my my argument would be quantity that they don't have the quantity but i I, neither really does devolver at this point like to to a crazy crazy level so yeah a valve valve at s tier makes sense to me just based off the legacy alone there you go and then we head on to warner brothers mortal kombat hogwarts the Batman Arkham games, Injustice, the Lego games, Gotham Knights, Back for Blood, Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor, Dying Light 1. Me, personally, I think this is this is an S-tier publisher. A, a or S-tier. Wow, really? A, a or S-tier for, for me. What, what, what are you thinking? I don't, I'm just going to be honest. I, I didn't expect that. I, I don't know if I can just honestly give you a fair answer because I just... I. I can't not stop thinking about how much I adore Hogwarts legacy and how WD <laughs> didn't F that up at all. Yeah. I can't. So like, I'm going to be skewed by that immediately. So like, I'm not, I can't even give a fair answer to this. I don't know how to put that aside. I can't also think of many other things by them, even though you just listed them. Cause all I think of is Hogwarts and WB, <laughs> how they did that perfectly. I, I would but be that's okay. not fair either. So yeah, I would be okay with a, but damn man. I mean, the Arkham games, the the Mortal Kombat, the entire legacy with Mortal Kombat and Justice, uh, those Lego games are all 
pretty damn high quality. They they have misses though. Gotham Knights, pretty big miss. Back for Blood, pretty big miss. But you know, also publishing stuff like Dying Light One. I I, I would I would yeah. I, I think I would be inclined to go S tier for for Warner Brothers. Okay. No, I I listen. I'm going with that. Even if you didn't mention anything else, because I am incredibly biased because of you know the stuff that you see right. I can never do this this stuff right. <laughs> so I'm going to be biased on that. I don't really care to be honest. That's fine with me. So look, we agreed on. Okay, how oh, cool. All right, this is so complicated. This this last one, I is really it? yeah, is I have I have no, no idea not. how you think. What was D? Oh, really? Xbox. Ge- okay, we're talking about Xbox Game Studios, by the way. So Gears, Halo, Forza. Okay, you're right. That's not fair. Yeah, I I, I shouldn't have even said that because I mainly play Xbox anyway. I don't. They're like my go-to. So, all right, go ahead. I ruined your ramble. Go ahead. No, you're good. A uh, uh, Crackdown, uh, Fable, I, you, Microsoft Flight Sim. Technically, Psychonauts too. I know that's a really hard one to to say they published, but uh, Sunset Overdrive, Sea of Thieves, State of Sunset Decay. Overdrive. I don't know. Okay, man. you know, here's here's what happened. When I saw Xbox Game Studios, all I thought of is right now right how everything's just confusing and a mess. And yeah. I'm just like, and I love again, I should clarify to anyone watching, my Xbox is my go-to system. I purchase almost every game on Xbox. I don't have I love Xbox, but when I think Xbox Game Studios, it is funny. Immediately I forgot about everything that you just mentioned. And all I thought of is how right now it just feels like a confusing time. Yeah. But when you mention all those games, I mean those are juggernauts. <laughs> and I Fable is one of my favorite series ever. So there's no doubt that they're they're in mild disastrous territory right now with <laughs> State of Decay 3 being in flux, Perfect Dark being in flux, Perfect Dark possibly being like three, four years out. Um, right. you know, the the Redfall being pretty much universally panned. And they, they they're they're in they're they're in a weird position right now where it's hard to really but it's hard to examine that in its totality because we still have to see some of those games come out. But the fact that they can't, for whatever reason, get games out, that's a that's a problem. Um, Where do you put them then? Let's make a new a new category X tier just because yeah, of Xbox. Right. No, where do you put where do you actually put that? Then can you hold them up alongside Sony? No, hell no. Can you hold them up alongside Nintendo? God, no, no, no. Because the no, games no, that no. you mentioned, you're right. I mean, Gears for forza you know fable like those are all massive and we've all and we play i've played them you've played them damn is man. it as exciting though i don't know it's hard you're right it's hard and, and we both play our xboxes so like how do we even like i don't even know where that goes where does that go it's I not s it, right it's not no S. Right? no no okay. no 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 it's is not it a s. is it a it's, it's those a, are big franchises it's it's or probably it it's for me it's probably b but it's probably a objectively i agree with b though yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then if we're both in agreement on that, then we'll, we'll go beat you because look, man, it's a lot of games that they're mismanaging right now. And you have to yeah. factor that into the equation at some point. And then it seems like they're getting that together, but yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. I, I would agree with that. So that's our okay. publisher tier list. I feel really bad for paradox interactive because that's a really <laughs> renowned publisher in that scene. And I just want to make that clear again. That's only there because we just don't know anything about it to give any sort of opinion. Uh, so I, I just, I feel bad for the one lonely one there now. So <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, uh, we don't, we don't, we just don't know anything about the the publisher. No, no offense to Paradox, but we how just do you don't feel? Know how do you feel about this when you see it right now? How does this feel to you when you see all this? Does it feel right? Does it move you? Does it yeah, smooth you? I, it smooths oh. me for sure. I think that. <laughs> don't want to do that. I think that, yeah, actually I do. I, I think I do agree with, there's a couple that I think maybe could be bumped up to S, but 
yeah, I, I think I think I'm 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 I think I'm okay with this. I think I'm I'm majorly okay with this list. Everyone watching and seeing this right now, let us know in the comments how wrong we are because I'm sure people know you guys are all really nice, obviously. I just be curious, <laughs> let us know with some of these where you would put them because these are just our our objective or our subjective sort of sometimes objective opinions. Let's do something fun really, really fast with this before we move on. Okay. I'm gonna give you one and you just move it. Okay. Based on what you personally think, I don't care. And then I'd take one and I move it just for fun. Okay. Um no, I don't get to say anything, and then you don't get to say anything. We're just doing that for fun. Go. Okay. Okay. Yep. Boom. Konami. Okay. Konami moved from A to B for me. What would be the one? I love this. This is fun. What, what would be THQ your one? Nordic? Move that up to A. Where is THQ Nordic? To the right of Sega. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Cool. Moved up to A. Okay. I just want to yeah. do that for fun without any any no explanation. Just do that for fun. All right. Nice. Okay. So Konami was at A. Moved down to B. THQ Nordic was at B. Moved up to A. I love yep. that. That was for that's. that's I don't know. That just seemed fun. Man. So that let us know. Fun. Yeah, everyone watching, let us know. You know, we'd love your comments. Let us know what the what where you would put some of these because I think it'd be fun to see. It's okay if you're biased. That's the point. We all we've all only played certain games. Let us absolutely. know, and that'd be awesome. So yeah, absolutely. that was a blast, dude. Awesome. That was so much fun. Let's do this for everything. Yeah, we we definitely need to do more tier lists and stuff. I don't know why I don't think about it more because it's a great topic, especially for weeks where we don't have a lot to discuss on uh, on what we're playing. But that was a blast. I really want to do more of that. All right. Well, thank you guys for for. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed faffing about with it so you want to head on to our 10 out of 10 games nope that's it see ya goodbye (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's do it oh man this is gonna be yeah what do you want to i feel like i want to preface something before we jump into this do you want to preface anything i think the discussion is actually going to be more interesting than the the games so yeah hit me with what you want to what you want to preface this is a personal preface i'm not speaking for brandon when i think of a 10 out of 10 game i don't think that exists even the games that i'm going to mention which was hard to think of because there's i could probably put 100 here i don't think there's a perfect game the games that i adore and replay for me it's a game that i replay a lot for Mm. for me it's a game that i constantly think about and but the thing is even these games that i mentioned that i absolutely love i don't think they're perfect i don't think they're even a 10 out of 10 so that's i just want to make that clear up front like i i don't think that's even a possibility in my opinion yeah i don't look at 10 out of 10 as perfect i but i do i i I think that 10 out of 10 should mean more than it typically does. I don't think 10 out of 10 should be a game that just hits everything that it's trying to do and achieves everything that it's going for, because it's like, okay, but what if your expectation or what if your aspirations aren't that high? And it's like, cool. You hit the, the kind of low bar that you set. That's not a 10 out of 10 for me. 10 out of 10 is something that separates itself from almost anything else in the industry and is almost just just great on an objective level it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be innovative in terms of of reshaping the way we look at games or anything like that but it's something that is it truly truly separates itself from almost anything else in the industry on on a on just a a quality level that would be my kind of definition for 10 out of 10 well that that that's good. I feel like we just need to make that preface because it is such a, but you guys voted on it and wanted to see it. So that's just going to be our opinions. So should we say how many games we have each? Cause I, I, the reason I'm asking that is because right now on the fly, as we're doing this, I had like six and I'm paring it down to make it less, which is really challenging. So why don't you kick us off with one of yours while I'm doing that? Oh, actually I have four. I have four. My bad. I told you I had three. I have four, but oh, it perfect. then I don't have to adjust anymore. All right, well, go ahead. Why don't you go with your first? I have four as well then. Okay, I am going to kick it off. I'm going to go ahead and get the spicy one out first. I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to shout out NFL 2K5. 
I yeah, I would have never seen that coming. <laughs> I know that that's that's uh, that's the thing here, and wow. that's why I want to start it off here because I don't think most people put enough respect on sports games, and it kind of annoys me in, in a small part. Not the modern sports games, though; those are are a lot of them are pretty abysmal. But here's the crazy thing about NFL 2K5: it is still being modded to this day with updated hmm. rosters because people think the gameplay from this game. For NFL 2K5, a game that was released in 2004, they think the gameplay in this is better than, you know, Madden 23. Almost 20 years later, people are saying the gameplay in this NFL 2K5 is still better, still the top notch. I I personally believe this separates itself from anything else in the simulation sports genre. I, I It was so ahead of its time in its presentation. You literally had SportsCenter in the game where Chris Berman was showing plays that you made. You're Michael Vick. You scramble for 75 yards, get a touchdown. That exact play is shown in SportsCenter at the end of the week on your season mode. You're Donovan McNabb. You, th- you drop back, evade two tackles, throw a 65-yard dot to T.O. To it's shown in the sports center at the end of the week, the gameplay was so smooth, but it was still the dropbacks were so precise and felt very simulation, very lifelike for a game in 2004. It, it had no rival in terms of the gameplay, the features that the you had your crib mode where where you could customize and upgrade your crib. You had a first person perspective that I think could have advanced. Here's how damn good NFL 2K5 was. <laughs> The next year, EA went and bought out the exclusive simulation sports license, oh, simulation wow. NFL license. So they, because they, they were like, we can't compete with this. So we're going to go out and buy out the license so we don't have to compete with this. <laughs> it, it was a game changer, man. It was a game changer. And, and kind of it, it, an alternate world where that doesn't happen, we could be talking about a series still going strong as, as legitimately one of the greatest sports simulation franchises ever. And it's a bummer that it's not, but I, I do think that's a 10 out of 10 because it separates itself from everything else in the simulation sports market. In my opinion. That's awesome. This is why I'm glad you guys voted on this topic because I would have in my, in my mind, I can't conceive of like a sports game being the best ever, but that's just cause that's not anywhere in my realm of thinking. Like I just, that's not my interest. So to hear you talk about it this way, it makes so much sense, especially someone that likes sports. So that this is a cool topic. Cause it's cool to hear about. I just wouldn't have thought that that's what's so amazing about this. And let me be clear. NFL, the football isn't even close to my favorite sport. I, I, I prefer boxing. I prefer UFC. I prefer basketball, but this is just, it's better than any of those simulation games ever too. It's, it's better than anything in the genre period. That's awesome. All right. Well, there you go. So first one, first, first 10 out of 10 or our versions of 10 out of 10. Yeah. The first one I'm going to go with again, just, just to really quickly reiterate my 10 to 10 are games that I think about a lot replay often, which I don't really replay games ever. So if I replay a game multiple times, it's because it's near perfect to me, not maybe objectively. And that first one's going to be kingdom hearts Two. kingdom hearts. Two is one of my favorite games of all time. It's absolutely perfect to me the blend of RPG and action and the classic Disney formulas and just exploring the whole nightmare for Christmas realm and, and like the undersea Atlantis stuff and like the, the pride lands and just, just everything about the way this game feels and plays. And yes, the whole kingdom story story with Sora and Donald and goofy and the million other billion characters. 
I don't really understand it either. And I'm someone that adores the series, but the way kingdom hearts two plays and feels as an action RPG and the way you're constantly having new variety and moving between worlds and the classic Disney feel and getting new Keyblades and just this epic grand story about heartless and caring for others and friendships. And then just the darkness in us, like it's so, so cliche. I can't stop thinking about that game. And I constantly replay that game. It's just, it's a lengthy, meaty, chunky game that just feels good. You're constantly moving to new areas. And I just, I, I'm so enamored by it. And it just brings a smile to my face. So Kingdom Hearts 2 is my first, we'll call it 10 out of 10, I guess then. Heck yeah, man. I, I love hearing that. That's a good, that's a good like warm pick there for, for a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm going to stay in that same era. I'm going to go PS2 as well here, which I just went, you know, sixth generation with 2K5, but I'm going to go <laughs> with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Just talked about Rockstar a little bit there, but I think this is the, the Grand Theft Auto game that separates itself from all the rest, in my opinion. And this is a tough one because by modern standards, is it a 10 out of 10? Probably not, but at this time, it was just so much more advanced than than really anything else on the market. The scale was unbelievable. Having these three open worlds inside of one open world game, like that that scale was just unheard of in this era. And I don't know, man. There was a. I think there's a feature in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas that it's a shame that it really hasn't been iterated on. And even even Rockstar, I think at this point, they kind of understood, look, this is so damn complicated. I don't know if we're going to keep on doing this. They kind of we'll get back to that. But they have a feature in this game where the game pretty much keeps track of what you're doing on a moment to moment basis. And it's allocating stats accordingly. So it's pretty much whatever you do as CJ in this game, the world reflects it. Your character reflects it. So if you're going to the gym, lifting weights, you're getting swelled as hell. You're going and eating too much. You're getting a little chubby. Like it's crazy how reactive and how that system I think could have been like a game changer in just role-playing games in general, not, not just Grand Theft Auto games. That could have been so cool to see in these more free open sandboxes and really until a game we're going to talk about later, you really didn't see much of that from that point on, because I think that system was so, so complex, but yeah, you're, you're just given so much side content as well. Like I said, you can lift weights, play basketball, you can play pool. You can, you can uh, go out, go off and, and, and gamble in Vegas. Uh, you, you have like low rider challenges where you can customize your car, you go in and doing home invasions and, and just it's non-stop content. It's non-stop content. While, also, in my opinion, having the best Grand Theft Auto story, because this is really the first Grand Theft Auto game where a story was a huge focus up to that point. You know, GTA 3, not really much story going on there. Vice City, much more. And then San Andreas, way, way more. So, yeah, it just it, it set the bar at that time for what it meant to be an open world game. I'll get off my high horse there. <laughs> this is this is our time to be on the high horse because it's our favorites. So this sounds like the epitome of variety. 
based yeah. on what you're saying and just the revolutionary things like that's a cool combination of things for you right and i guess that's kind of where that began with me where i was like oh this 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 you know going off on dates with your your girlfriend and then you know <laughs> there's just so much to do in that game so yeah yeah i love i love san andreas and and i still do think it's other than the shooting and the, and the but even the melee combat i still think is a little bit more advanced than a lot of the grand theft auto games because there's different uh there's different like stances and abilities that you can learn by training boxing so yeah that's awesome, man. I love, this is this is what's so fun about it, is just hearing our passion, you know, for these different games and maybe we wouldn't talk about anywhere else as easily, you know. For sure, man. What you got next? Um, again, uh, so with this one, I already briefly talked on it, talked about it uh, in previous episode on PS2 Hidden Gems, but this this is going to be one for me that's near perfect to me, and that's again Castlevania: Curse of Darkness. This game in that era, I guess it's just there was games that really spoke to me, and I won't talk on long if you watched the last episode. But Castlevania Curse of Darkness, 3D Castlevania game, it just it's my perfect feeling game. Spooky, moody castle and spooky, moody gothic music and all this like pumpkins and like ghosts and werewolves and vampires. Like just all that stuff is what I love in video games, period. So to see it all mashed together in the Castlevania universe and the way they handled action and RPG and exploration, you're always guided forward. You're always doing something new. You're always finding a new location, little secrets and nuggets of lore. I just, I, I constantly go back to that game. It's just so much fun to play for me specifically. And I don't have really a negative with it. So again, that's why it's a near perfect one for me. Not going to say much more because I already talked about it in a previous episode, but Castlevania Curse of Darkness is a near perfect game for me. I got to get to that damn thing. I got to get to it to, to, to see, <laughs> to, to, to share your, share your enthusiasm with it, man. Cause it's, that sounds right up my, right up my alley, loving those old God of War games and stuff. But so what do you got next, man? We're moving into our third choice here. So what do we got? I'm going to go with, I'll stay on the Rockstar theme here. I, I know that that might bore people, but Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. I think that, you know, this is the evolution of the, the the Rockstar gameplay. Everything here feels cleaned up and on par with, with the best melee combat in gaming, the best shooting in gaming, uh, the, the, the best mission design. Like, it, it's everything has been improved so dramatically for red dead redemption 2 and and some of those things i just hit on there the melee the gunplay the the uh mission design some of those could be critiques from previous rockstar games i don't really think it's i mean maybe some people might critique it but i think it's just easily the best rockstar has ever done and everything that you do in in red dead redemption 2 just makes sense and and you feel invested in what's taking place but kind of similarly talking about San Andreas, I, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually the evolution of that formula of Sam of San Andreas with those simulation ish elements, having to, to go to the barber to keep your, your, you know, beard trimmed and your, your hair trimmed. And it, like, if you don't do it, it, it ends up growing out all long and then and, and mangly. And you're like those, those little systems that were introduced here really do feel like an evolution of San Andreas and, 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 you know, preparing for the journey that's ahead. If you're going off to the snowy mountains, dressing accordingly, if you're going down South, you gotta, you know, prepare clothing accordingly that way. And then even the, the town interactions that you have in this game, where what you do is remembered by the townspeople, you know, if you go in causing a bunch of havoc and then you go back to that town later on, they're like, Hey, you you were over here, you know, uh, mucking about, causing chaos, causing carnage in our town. Like the people remember your huh. actions, and it does feel like that that uh that that simulation feel kind of 
I don't feel like it was ever transferred over to any of the other Rockstar games from San Andreas. It felt like after San Andreas, you had GTA 4, GTA 5, where really a lot of those elements weren't integrated into those Mm -hmm. games at all. And then Red Dead Redemption 2, it felt massively, massively important to the core of that game. And yeah, it's just uh, the cast of characters, Arthur Morgan, you know, Roger Clark, you, you have one of the most disliked villains of all time with Micah and one of the most kind of loved and hated villains of all time, which I guess I won't, won't go into who that is, but most people, <laughs> most people probably, probably already know, but yeah, it's just a, the camaraderie that's built there. It, it just, yeah, I I'll end it there. I, I believe that's a legit 10 out of 10 game in my opinion. It's clear, it's clear to me why I can see your passion for wanting Rockstar to be, <laughs> as we talk about, an S-tier publisher. I mean, all these little things, It's would be crazy to think that that hasn't revolutionized gaming and just pushing forward, just not even just open world, but just gaming in general. So that's yeah, that's awesome, man. That's good. It's cool to hear that. And, and those moments mean something in Rockstar games, in their open worlds. And when you go off and you find this, you know, cult group way out in the woods and it's just, it has that kind of Breath of the Wild-esque wonder, but with a little bit more direction. <laughs> that that Whenever I hear you talk about games that I wouldn't be interested in, you make me want to go play them and be like, I want to get interested now. Because yeah. I picked up RDR2 and I just, I couldn't connect to it. But when I hear people talk about it, especially when you talk about it, I'm like, I want to connected because it it sounds so spectacular if you can get into it it's one that like if you have you know a totally free weekend that you can you know devote eight hours a day to it that's the type of game that i do that for where it's like this is all i'm doing (laughs) that's awesome man i love it well moving into my third choice i'm gonna go super mario odyssey so i've adored super mario games just mario games for as long as i can remember i grew up with sega consoles but i always played mario and nintendo games at my buddy's house at the time I just have a fond spot for all things platformers and Mario games. For me, Super Mario Odyssey is the epitome of pure platforming fun and whimsy. It's just fun and happy and exciting. And it just, it feels so good to play. And Nintendo, why we put them in S, they just have a quality bar. I got the Nintendo Switch for Breath of the Wild, although that ended up not being what I enjoyed. Super Mario Odyssey, once I knew that was coming, was like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. I played through that with my wife over the course of a few weeks. We just poured so much time into exploring the worlds together. And it just, it's such a fun game. Now, I adore Super Mario Galaxy. I adore Super Mario 64. Not so much Sunshine, but Odyssey to me is just a perfect platforming game. Nintendo knew how to just make this expansive world. The amount of care that went into each of the worlds that you explore and the collectibles always fed back into something else and just jumping around, like literally just jumping around doing triple jumps and wall jumps. And it just feels so good. And when I just want a happy, fun game to just feel that it's super Mario odyssey. I don't have any flaws with it. That, that to me, I guess would be like a 10 out of 10, even though I don't really think that exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Mario Odyssey, I just think is pure, especially if you're a platforming fan, is the pinnacle of of why Nintendo is amazing and is a why platforming as a genre is just fun. It's just pure gaming fun. So Odyssey, that that for me is a near perfect game. I forgot to tell you earlier that that Spider-Man Edge of Time game, it, it it's a bit of a collectathon and a platformer as well. Those is elements, it? yeah, those elements are in there as well as the the brawling. So yeah, it's actually you probably yeah. like the hell out of it. It's super fun. I love uh, that. But yeah. You can't you can't go wrong with with uh you can't go wrong with that choice there, man. Um yeah. What do you got, man? Last pick. What do we got here? I'm gonna go Mass Effect 2. Wow. Mass Effect 2 here. I Mass Effect 1 is my favorite, but if 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 
if I'm like working at IGN or Game Informer or one of these esteemed publications and I have to give a 10, like I, I wouldn't give Mass Effect 1 a 10. As much as I like Resident Evil 2, you know, you're not going to see that on this list. I couldn't give that a 10. There, there's no way I'm not going to give a tank based game a 10 out of 10 as much as I love it. As much as it's a 10 out of 10 to me, I couldn't do it. But hmm. Mass Effect 2 took the best parts of mass effect one yeah it's a little it's it's like that much more shallow than mass effect one like there's a, some of the role-playing elements have been slightly dialed back but usually it's the tedious role-playing elements that have been dialed back and they really focus on character interaction developing these characters over the course of the game and truly 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 getting you to buy into the narrative that's being told it's so much more cinematic the 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 big action moments feel more movie like more impressive the gunplay is ridiculous it it this to me this is why i would give it a 10 out of 10 i don't feel still to this day that there's been a role-playing game with this much freedom this much uh you know branching pathways that also has gameplay that is this solid it feels like a gears of war game but with all the choices all the branching paths all the things you love from a bioware rpg but plays so damn smooth and <laughs> yeah it's uh i i still don't think it's been topped i shout out oh. to the witcher 3 i i love it great game i think the game <laughs> the gameplay is the worst part of that game um a lot of a lot of those games you know the the deep role-playing games that act that are trying to combine action adventure and rpg i think usually the thing that that suffers is the action adventure gameplay side of things and the role-playing usually shines this both of them shine so so well together and yeah mass effect 2 10 out of 10 yeah that's a that's a solid pick. And what I'm realizing as we're talking about, especially listening to you talk about it, is it's so interesting to me that sometimes, or at least in this case, our 10 out of 10 games, sometimes our favorite games of all time don't necessarily, aren't necessarily our 10 out of 10 games. Yes, there's some crossover, obviously. But like when you said Resident Evil 2, I thought that was going to be on here. No. So that's what's so interesting to me is like our perfect games aren't, are, are typically usually our favorite, but then sometimes our favorite games of all time aren't necessarily perfect games that's what i'm trying to say there we go totally absolutely. right which is so phenomenal and interesting yeah no 100 there's a lot of games that are i would consider some of my favorites of all time that there's just no way i could put them on the list because it's like it, everything that i've just mentioned i think i could i lied maybe not grand theft auto san andreas honestly maybe <laughs> not grand theft i was going to say everything i mentioned i think someone could go back to today and still have that same level of enjoyment not grand theft auto san andreas probably but oh well that's what makes for this being a phenomenal topic though. Cause it's just, yeah. Well, the last one, my last pick again, I, I feel like I don't want to be so boring on this channel. So I need to like be more exciting, I guess, but call it recency by call it what you will. But for me, Hogwarts legacy, I, again, you've heard it a million times. I'm sorry if I keep talking about the same crap to me, that is a near perfect game. The only thing that held it back when I played it was, I just hate spiders. I just don't <laughs> want to battle all the spiders. And there's way too many spider sections in that, but they added an arachnophobia mode. So whatever. But to me, just the world building, the sense of lived inness of that game, the storytelling, the, the the spells, the outfits, just the locations. Like you can just see and feel the love of every location. I'm a Potter fan, so it'll feel more. Even if you're not a Potter fan, you can just, it's not barren. Everywhere you go, every little house, there's nuance and detail. And just the way they faithfully recreated that world to what we would imagine it would be based on the movies and the books. 
I just, it feels so good to play and gives me that childlike feeling of wonderment as a kid. And yeah, I'm sorry. I've talked about it so much on this channel and I, I'll try to think of different things, but I, I'd be lying to say that it's not for me a near perfect experience. So yeah. that's all I'll say. I don't want to keep wasting time on the same games. Everyone's already heard about. So you're good, man. No, you're good. That's it. But I adore it. That's so a much. phenomenal, phenomenal game. I'm going to give a quick couple quick shout outs. Last of us <laughs> one resident before remake metal gear solid two. I would say all of those are probably like 9.5 to me. Okay. Very close. Very, very, very close. But yeah, those are, those are the only games I think I would give a 10 out of 10 to, honestly. The, the ones that we just shouted out. So I can't really return nice. back to this topic, but fun topic. <laughs> Indeed, man. So that I like is, it, man. That's the show this Keep week. Keep smoothing, baby. That was a fun one. Keep I mean, smoothing. they're all fun, but that was like 10 out of 10 fun. There we go. Yeah, that was damn fun. The publisher thing, dude. We got to do more tier list. Oh, yeah. We got it. I'll hit we'll, we'll talk about it off the maybe, show. That... Maybe we'll do a community post about just tier list topics. Ooh. just to like see what you guys really want to see but please do let us know in the comments like we love when you guys let us know about things let us know if you like the tier list because i think this would be so fun just as you said to have you guys be involved with like all right would be a cool next one type of genre or developer whatever yeah. it is right? There's a million options so dude yeah let we got know. it that's a that's actually the best idea to straight up do a community poll for them to pick hell yeah we'll, we'll definitely do that soon so all right stay tuned to the community tab and maybe Keep... maybe we'll do some horror tier lists. <gasps> I know we're coming up to our favorite spooky time October. I think we're gonna have lots of fun times to talk about horror stuff. So you guys yes. get ready if you love some horror. Yeah, dude, I think we should do. Uh, we'll get off this. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> See you soon. Take it easy. Keep Goodbye. smoothing, everyone. Bye. <laughs>